Welcome to EdFund Teachable Moments, a podcast produced by the Education Fund. I'm Patricia Maldonado. As a nonprofit serving uh, public schools in Miami-Dade County, the Education Fund's goal is to bring innovation into the classroom. Our goal with this podcast is to share innovative resources, tips, and opportunities for educators in our community and beyond. And today we're focused on remote learning, also called distance learning. Joining me is Michelle Singh, one of the Education Fund's tech experts, giving webinars to teachers now that they're all, they've all moved to giving classes online. Welcome, Michelle. Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no, thank you for joining me. I, I know that you've been like super busy. You've, um, you're booked all this week doing uh, tech seminars and uh, I should say webinars for the Ed Fund, um, apart from the work that you do for Miami-Dade County Public Schools. Um, tell us a little bit, just to get us started, um, what are you hearing from teachers now that they've had to move to remote um, learning? What's the experience for them like? Well, to be transparent, it's stressful. <laughs> how, it, how so? It's, it's stressful because the concept of remote learning, especially when it's happened so quickly, which is, you know, what remote learning is, when closure of a school is needed, they have to go to distance, that, that level of distance learning. But um, it, it's it's stressful because they are not really sure how to manage, how to structure. They they don't really understand um, how to develop a routine for this kind of learning environment. And we have expectations for the classroom and things that we have to accomplish with our content. And it's hard to deliver all of that in a remote learning environment. And there's a huge difference with meeting uh, those guidelines in remote learning and meeting them in a face-to-face -face classroom. So um, in what way is it, is it different? I mean, I mean, I'm sure that's a, a silly question um, for a teacher to, to uh, you know, you're probably thinking, oh God, it's, you know, so different. But for someone who doesn't know, like, especially for parents who um, don't, might not understand, what are the challenges that um, that remote learning uh, provide um, compared to just being in a classroom face-to-face -face with kids? Um, well, let's talk about the difference. So you asked what's the difference. One of the, one of the biggest differences is the time, uh, the time requirement. So, you know, in a typical classroom, in a face-to-face -face classroom, a teacher sees their students uh, for, you know, basically the students are in school for six hours out of the day. Right. In a remote learning environment, you can't expect for the child to sit in front of a computer for six hours out of the day. And the teacher should not have to do that either. Uh, in remote learning, you can have experiences that are synchronous, where you can have an online meeting with your whole classroom, where you get to see your students and they mm -hmm. get to hear you and you get to teach them. Um, using the video features, um, but students should also have asynchronous experiences where the teacher will give them, you know, the content and whatever that assignment is and allow them to kind of go and do that work on their own. And that work may be reading and outlining or working out problems on their own, um, but it doesn't, 
require them to actually be sitting in front of the teacher and the computer for six hours a day. Right, right, right. So that's one of the biggest differences with uh, face-to-face and remote learning. The students kind of have a little bit more autonomy with the trust of the teacher, obviously, to kind of work on their own and complete their tasks on their own. In a regular classroom, they would have the few hours in the day that they had left after leaving school to do that kind of um, those right. kinds of learning tasks for homework. But here, they would have more hours in the day doing that than they do actually seeing the, the teacher face to face. So I know that part of what you're doing with the education fund is getting uh, teachers started with remote learning. What does that mm-hmm. entail? Uh, so with remote learning, it entails a lot, but I want to keep it simple because one of the first tips that I would give to teachers is to keep it simple. Keep their content simple. Focus on whatever those skills are that those students need to learn at that point. So keep the content simple. Keep their processes simple, how they're teaching. Keep that simple and keep their expectations simple. Because with remote learning, they cannot approach it the same way that they approach their face-to-face teaching. The goal of remote learning is to continue the learning so students are doing something while they're at home during, you know, during this time, uh, this challenging time for us. But again, it's not a six-hour face-to-face course (laughs) that, um, you know, mimics what they would do in a face-to-face classroom. So I would say the first tip for remote learning would be to keep it simple. Um, Some of the other things that I am sharing with teachers related to remote learning is to find a tool, a technology tool that simplifies the process for them, a tool that they can use for communication, a tool that they can use for students to be able to collaborate, Mm -hmm. a tool they can use to share work and content and assignments and a tool that will allow the students to then submit assignments to them and and share their progress and a tool that will allow them to have these online meetings or host these online class meetings with their um, students. So find a tool that can do all of that. Um, Luckily, the district has tools they can use, you know, that they they have um, suggested that teachers utilize for for remote learning. Right, uh, right. The the next thing that I would say, I have five five tips, just keeping it simple, five tips I would give them, right? Right. So the, the next thing would be to create a simple schedule. So creating a schedule would look like what their week looks like. So what are you doing on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays? You can be checking in with the students, giving them a welcome message, a week at a glance, seeing how you know the, the, their learning is going on Mondays. And on Tuesdays, you're giving them their assignments and explaining the guidelines. And on Wednesdays, you host your virtual meetings with them where you actually deliver content. And then on Thursdays, you have virtual conferences where you can meet one-to-one with students and families mm-hmm. uh, to answer questions that they may have while working on those things that you've assigned them for the week. And then on Fridays, you provide an opportunity for them to collaborate, maybe through discussions with other classmates or through some kind of collaborative work. But you should really create a simple schedule so you're not, so the teacher is not bogged down with trying to be online and creating, creating content several, you know, for, for 18 hours a day. That's just not feasible. Uh, try to create a very simple schedule that is easy on the teacher and easy on the students and families. Mm -hmm. 
um, two more, sorry. Okay. Uh, the fourth, the fourth tip would be to decide on their structure that they want to use to deliver their content. Earlier, I talked about asynchronous and synchronous learning. So it, it's important for them to provide opportunities for both. So if they are, they should be, you know, having online class meetings at least once a week with the students. But they also should, you know, this is a suggestion, if they are utilizing tools that the district already provides like iReady or Ingenuity or Gizmos, they can still continue that within the remote learning environment by, you know, assigning those tasks for students to complete. So they need to decide on like a simple structure to use mm -hmm. for their content delivery where, you know, synchronous and asynchronous combined one or the other. They have to decide on what they're going to do. And then the fifth tool is very important. They have to communicate with the students and the parents and their families to keep them in the loop about uh, what's what's happening. And a great way to do that is through virtual conferences. So those are like the five things that I would definitely share with teachers to help them getting started with remote learning or, or continuing their journey on remote learning. And th those are some of the things I do talk about in the webinar. Right. I get and, a little bit more depth. Right, right. <laughs> and, and in fact, uh, with regards to getting started with remote learning, the Education Fund is hosting um, a remote learning, uh, several remote learning uh, getting started webinars. You could just log on to educationfund.org to find out the latest date and time of the next remote learning webinar. Um, now, I know that you're also working on technology tools and tips. And that brings us to the question, how tech ready are teachers um, to do all this? I mean, yes, they have to get organized and, and these are all great, but what about the technology? Is that something that's coming easily to them? Um, or or is this a, has, has this been a struggle? It depends on the teacher. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like the learners in our classroom, we have students who are beginners, students who are intermediate, students who are advanced. It's the same way with the technology. There are some teachers who have been integrating technology, so this process is a little bit smoother for them. Um, so, you know, because they have, all, you know, they have already integrated technology in their content area, the, then you have some teachers who are just getting started and so they have a lot of bumps in the road and they need more support. They have lots of questions. They have lots of questions and they need more support and they need, um, you know, almost like one-to-one -one consultations to really understand what to do with the technology tools that are available to, to them um, that the district provides. Uh, you have some, some teachers who are kind of in that, in that middle range who may have you know dabbled with the tool and so now they're getting really in depth and they just need just that little push to say oh okay that's where you find it okay i have it from here okay so i, I it really depends on the, the teacher is there is there um, a support number that teachers are using is there a phone number or do they if they have yeah. a question what where do the, they go other than you the, the district has um a support set up for them. The district has a hotline, a help hotline, 305-995-HELP or 305-995-4357. That's the distance learning hotline. It's open Monday to Friday from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. And they can contact the distance learning hotline if they have any questions related to what they're facing with this remote learning. 
There is also uh, websites that the district has created for them. The district has the Instructional Continuity Plan 2.0 site, and that is icp.dadeschools.net. On there, they can find all the information related to how they get started, the content delivery models, the time frame that the teachers, uh, well, that the students are expected or recommended to, to, to um, spend depending on their grade level with, you know, with online instruction, uh, attendance policies, mobile device distributions, communication tools that the district has recommended, and information regarding internet access. So that's at icp.dadeschools.net. There's an, an additional resource at distancelearning.dadeschools.net. On this site, they have educator resources and student resources related to the technology Microsoft Teams that's being utilized across the district. Mm -hmm. And then finally, for parents and families, there is the Parent Academy. The Parent Academy has in their virtual campus they have webinars that they have um, produced with uh, with partners uh, for for um, families in different languages in Spanish, mm -hmm. Haitian, Creole, and English for them to help for, to help them navigate with the with, with remote learning and what's happening with the technology that's being used with remote learning. And the that, Parent Academy is parentacademymiami.com. That's really great. I mean, there are a lot of resources out there. It sounds like. Yes, the district, um, you know, the district has tried to put out as much help as they can. And they even had um, a two day professional development day, as well as a teacher work day last uh, on Friday. Mm -hmm. um, and so they've, you know, they, they, they had a whole PD menu of different courses that the teachers could take part in related to all the tools that are are out there and the resources that are out there being used during this time. That's, that's really great. And I know that, like I said, we've been giving these webinars. We have three this week. Uh, log on to educationfund.org to find out uh, when we're hosting um, Get Started with Remote Learning, uh, Technology Tools and Tips for Remote Learning, and Ask the Experts. Uh, that's a very popular webinar that we host on Saturday mornings, um, which is a live Q&A with uh, Michelle and a few other uh, of our colleagues from Miami-Dade County Public Schools who are very tech savvy and uh, can answer your questions. Um, what, are, what are teachers saying about their students' experience with remote learning? Um, well, I, I think the students are also under a lot of stress yeah. with, with work. There are I have a daughter who is taking part in remote learning. And one of the things that she does say is sometimes there's too much work that's being given. The same amount of work that you would give for the face-to-face -face is what's being given in the online learning. So I always go back to, you know, trying to get the point across about keeping it simple. We can't have the same expectation that we do in a face-to-face -face in the remote learning environment. The goal is to continue the learning. Right. Right. So, um, you know, I know this has been a very quick transition for everyone, not just here, but across the country, because most mm -hmm. school districts have moved to remote learning. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we talk about the challenges all the time, but what are the benefits? Can you think of what are, are there any benefits to this um, to this situation that that will come out of the remote learning experience? 
I mean, it's hard. To, it, it, I can say benefits, but considering the, you know, the sensitivity of what we're going through, it's hard to just say, hey, this is a benefit. But I can I can talk about the the just the fact that people are going to be more in tuned to the technology and what the technology can do to streamline what they already do and to make them more productive in the in the classroom whether it's streamlining the communication that they have with their students and their families there's definitely going to be more communication during remote learning with parents and families than there would be because now the students are basically at home learning with the parents right and right. so I, I think that would be a benefit. There's going to be more exposure to the technology tools and the productivity that will come from utilizing the technology with the instruction, um, integrating that technology with instruction. Um, and of course, you know, on a personal level, the, 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 the students and the parents are home together or the students yeah. and the families are home together if, if they are in, you know, if, if if they are able to 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 be in their home together, you know, right, right, right. It it does it does make for a more active parent, um, which hopefully will enhance the learning experience for the student for their child. Um, I know that you know we're not going to touch on um, the digital challenges or the digital divide that some families are experiencing. Right. We'll we'll touch on that in another episode of teachable moments, because I think that's such a huge mm-hmm. uh, challenge. And I, and even at the education fund, they're looking for ways to get materials mm-hmm. to families that don't have them. Yeah. And uh, so we're working through that, but just for today's episode, we're working on, you know, getting the teachers, the uh, resources that they need and getting them access to experts like Michelle Singh um, to help them. And so, again, I want to thank you, Michelle, for joining mm-hmm. us on EdFund Teachable Moments. And please log on to educationfund.org to find out about all the upcoming webinars. Again, we're running three. We're Ask the Expert, which is a live Q&A, uh, Technology Tools and Tips for Remote Learning, and then Getting Started with Remote Learning. There's you no know, better time to get started than mm-hmm. right now. Right. <laughs> so, um Michelle, thank you so much, and You're good welcome. luck. Um, I know you've 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 been just so wonderful with the Ed Fund and all the webinars that you've been offering. And I know the teachers; they've been highly popular. We have hundreds of people who sign up. Hundreds of teachers sign up for these webinars, um, and you know we gladly will accept hundreds of them all at yeah. one time. So we're really grateful to you. It shows just the need. There's such a such a great need for this information and. I'm I'm happy that you all are able to provide it as a resource for teachers, uh, you know, just to have for free. <laughs> for free, absolutely. I mean, you know, mind you, we have funders who are helping, you know, support the programs like uh, Ford Fund and the PL Dodge Foundation. I might as well mention them. Uh, FPL and Assurance and TD Bank and the Consortium of Education Funds of Florida. There's so many of them, and and they make it possible for the Education Fund to provide these programs through the uh, Ideas with Impact program. So yeah. thank you again for joining us, Michelle, and please join us next week for another. Uh, episode of Ed Fun Teachable Moments. Take care and have a great week. Bye. Bye.